Hey there, welcome to Golden Home Fitness Radio, where we're empowering people to live longer, fuller lives, no matter their age. Now we have an awesome show for you today. I'm not gonna take too much time for the intro so we can get right into it. We had a recent panel discussion. Um, I was talking about it on the episode last week and it went off uh, very well. So I hope you enjoy today. Uh, We'll have more information on all the panelists, how you can get in contact with them at the end. Uh, We do an introduction for each of them uh, on the actual panel. So I will let that do the talking for them. Um, This is all focused on in-home wellness solutions and how we can help people achieve their best health and self through in-home solutions. We've got personal training, physical therapy, massage, in-home exercise equipment, as well as year-round farmer's market delivery. So it's all really cool people doing some innovative work, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. So welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. This event is uh, it's called Home is Where the Health Is, Innovators Panel on In-Home Wellness Solutions. So we've got a whole bunch of people uh, here that are really doing great work in bringing high-quality wellness into the home. Um, this is also live on Facebook Live through our page, and it's going to be available later on our podcast, which is why I have a microphone. Um, so we're going to pass this along, and we're going to record it so you can listen to it again as many times as you want, um, or pass it along to friends. Um, so we'll get started out right here. Uh, we've got Gordy Gronkowski from Gronk Fitness Products. Um, they're producing some of the highest uh, quality home fitness equipment as well as commercial fitness equipment. A lot of the stuff people get, you know, breaks down super easily. That's not the case. Stuff is really fine in the gym. Um, you know, former baseball player, played in the Los Angeles Angels organization. Really great guy. Um, you know, local guy. That's not what Bill said. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, next, of course, we got Bill, the one and only, um, Bill Thorpe. Um, you know, if you're not fami- familiar with the organization, uh, he founded the company uh, just under three years ago and um, kind of had his own sort of health and wellness transformation, lost about 50 pounds of fat um, over eight years, kind of was a collegiate gymnast as well, um, you know, realized working at IBM, working at, you know, having startups and venture capital, that that sort of lifestyle, you know, working long hours, raising a family, it was really hard to make the time to see health and wellness, make it a priority, and hired a personal trainer, and that kind of changed everything, has since, you know, started this company to really meet the needs for people who can't or, you know, don't have the time to go to a gym or they're anxious about going to the gym or, you know, in-home wellness is really an ideal solution. Then Johanna Gorton, um, she's a wonderful massage therapist doing craniosacral therapy, uh, neurokinetic therapy, Reiki as well. Um, and is now also traveling to people's homes, which, you know, you don't want to sit in your car and get stressed out about traffic before and after a massage when, you know, it's like, oh, why are you all tense? It's like, well, there's a ton of traffic on the way here. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So she's doing some awesome work in that field. Um, and then Chris, Christina Limo, um, with this awesome organization, and a lot of you guys have been uh, tasting some of the fruits of the company, connecting farmers in um, Vermont that with Boston families, it's really hard, obviously, year-round to get the kind of high-quality, local, in-season organic produce that uh, you know, her, her organization can provide in home or in your community pickup location. And then Ray um, Zolman as well, um, providing in-home physical therapy. You know, it's like the fact that you can't have, most people don't think about getting physical therapy in home is kind of ridiculous. You, br- you break your ankle you, you know, have a messed up knee and then you have to drive to the, co- you know, to the physical therapy office or you have to have somebody else come drive you to the physical therapy office and then you're wasting two people's time. <laughs> so I think in-home physical therapy is a really cool thing um, that 
you know, should become a lot bigger as we go. Um, so kind of first off, we'll start out asking each of you um, one at a time, you know, why does bringing health and wellness into the home matter, um, kind of in general, and then also for you specifically? Um, you know, start with you, Gordy. Thanks a lot for the intro. Um, Gordy Gronkowski, I know I met a few of you already. Uh, our father actually uh, was the founder of G&G Fitness and Gronk Fitness. We're going on 30 years of business. Uh, we own 14 fitness retail stores throughout New York, um, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. Um, and then we also have commercial reps uh, who design and um, supply all the fitness equipment for some of the top manufacturers uh, throughout um, those three states and the entire New England region. Um, so we've been open for a long time. Um, it's pretty exciting. I actually ha was fortunate to be the general manager and run 14 stores after playing professional baseball for six years to now um, I switched over to the commercial side of the business and I design and work with a lot of the NFL teams and colleges and high schools, hotels, um, all through New England. Um, so from beginning to completion, um, we design fitness centers. Um, we do 2D layouts, 3D layouts, and then we'll actually do virtual tours of what your fitness center could potentially look like um, and then help you uh, design and fulfill um, your dream or your goals of that gym. So then we'll put the flooring in, uh, we'll do the inlays, and then we'll supply uh, life fitness equipment, hammer strength, pre-core, Cybex, Matrix. So we actually work with uh, probably about five out of the top seven um, fitness brands uh, in the industry. I'm sure most of you are familiar with those brands. Um, so it's been exciting. I'm out here now, and I had an awesome opportunity to partner up with these guys. Um, so they have brought um, a lot of energy to our business. It's, it's kind of, we're more in the beginning stage, but we've also had, you know, some great synergy already and uh, great referral business. These guys have done a great job um, of helping some of our clients, especially in uh, condos and apartments, um, fulfill some of their dreams and um, also They've been able to help them uh, reach some of their goals because they're always looking for people uh, for in-home. They're always looking for personal trainers and people to help them uh, with fitness in-home and um, in, in different condos, and they don't know where to go, and it's been awesome to be able to refer uh, Golden Home Fitness, and they've done a great job so far. So I'll pass it to Bill. He can take it over from there, and we'll keep going. Thanks, Gordy. No worries. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> my name is Bill Thorpe. Um, I have had a few careers before this, and um, I'm, I'm pleased to have this latest uh, of my companies. Uh, it's really a passion of mine, uh, fitness. I used to be a um, collegiate gymnast and was in great shape, uh, could do anything, I felt. And uh, about 10 years ago, I looked in the mirror and was shocked because uh, I was about 50 pounds overweight, and I had a head that looked like a balloon, and it was pretty sad. Um, so I did one of the first things, uh, I went to LA Fitness, uh, and I've joined gyms in the past, tons of gyms, um, but it, it didn't seem to work. I mean, just joining doesn't actually do anything. And, um, and going to them and not knowing what you're doing is A, dangerous, and uh, still just didn't work for me. So uh, I realized that I needed motivation. So I, for the first time in my life, I got a personal trainer. And luckily, I got a good personal trainer uh, who kept me, you know, going and uh, we did things moderately and slowly because I, I tell my clients sometimes you know you want to lose 30 pounds well how long did it take you to gain that 30 pounds 15 20 years it's going to take a little bit of time to lose it 
and you have to make small incremental steps, steps that will stay with you. So that's what I did, and I lost um, a lot of weight, but uh, then I gained a lot of muscle, and um, it, it really is life-changing. I'm 62 now, um, and I'm probably in better shape than when I was in my 30s. Um, it's, it's really important, and when people get into their 60s or 70s or 80s, there's absolutely no reason why you can't be as functional as you are when you're in 30s or 40s. There's no reason. Um, retirement doesn't mean that you, uh, that you drop everything and then you, just, you do things slower and, and smaller and you just kind of go away. No, my idea is when you get out of business, per se, and you call it retirement, you just got to keep on going, getting bigger, getting stronger, uh, doing more. And basically the idea is you want to flame out rather than to just kind of expire. Um, and I, and I really want to instill this in all my clients is that you really can get back to where you were. You can feel better. Um, and, and really, that's what you're trying to sell people is, is not muscles or losing 20 pounds or something. You want them to feel better and feel better about themselves. And I think that's what we um, have accomplished in almost three years now. Um, we do it by bringing in professionals who are fully vetted who understand exactly what you want to accomplish, um, will keep you tied down to those, those real goals and set dates, and will get you there. You know? and, and you don't need a lot of stuff other than motivation um, and maybe some equipment which will help you buy. If you need, really want to buy excellent equipment and put it into your basement, we have someone who can, can help with that. Gordy is, has been great with that, uh, with a few of our clients and actually designing their own little gyms in their basements. Um, it's been very helpful. But whatever you have, you can always get better. And um, that's really what we want to we wanna do. Um, our vision, our mission is to enable people to live longer, healthier lives, no matter their age. You know, there's, there's no reason if you're 80, you can't be out there doing your thing. So... Um, that's a quick nutshell uh, of what we do, and um, I think I'll hand this over to okay. Thank you. Um, so I would say uh, being able to do services in home in general um, is great for you know accessibility, a commitment. It's hard to commit to things if you can't get to them, um, especially when you have a family um, or retirees can't always get to different places. Um, so for me, uh, I worked in a spa for seven years here in Boston and many years before that out in Western Mass, um, and so. Being able to go to people's homes allows them to really actually genuinely relax. Um, you're in, a, in an environment where you feel comfortable, um, especially if you have an injury or something like that, where it's really difficult to get out to an appointment. You know, it takes that pressure off. Um, and especially living in Boston, you know, who has the time to try and find a parking space or pay for parking, let alone you know finding it? Um, so for me, I think that like being able to do in-home wellness is really about providing a better quality of service for people um, so they're they're able to get more out of it than just if they're they're stressing about you know oh I have to try and get up early to go to this appointment um, whether it's you know training or if for massage a lot of people try and do it after work but then you have to like go home and be in a mindset to cook dinner or get dinner um, so being able to do it in your own home takes that off um, so I would say that for me that the accessibility um, and being 
being able to provide for people who aren't necessarily able to get to a spa is probably the the prime factor that I've I've really enjoyed being um, able to provide outside of a spa environment. Hopefully that sums it up. <laughs> uh, so I'm Christine, um, and my piece is the food piece that is obviously an integral part of health um, and wellness. Um, so Farmers to You is an online farmer's market where you can order food directly from farms and either have it delivered to you at home or pick up at one of our pickup sites in your community. It might be near work or near home, but the point is to save time and to help you um, just with access to really fresh, really clean, um, good nutritionally dense food. Um, and I think um, what I see with people is the hardest thing to eating well is actually getting the good food into the house. So if it's already there and you have something really delicious to come home to, then you're less likely to eat out or get takeout or do any of the choices that we do all the time because we're trying to save time. So um, so just online shopping, the other, um, the other piece about farmers to you um, I mean it is it is like going to a farmers market but you don't have to get there so you can shop online you can do it whenever it's convenient it's you know online shopping is 24 7 and I also think um, I mean I guess there's two things that I would say that help with that one is just really you know Finding, however you do, whether it is at the farmer's market, or I spoke with another gentleman who goes to the Boston uh, the food market downtown, um, you know, getting really good quality ingredients means that you're satisfied, that you really are eating less or adding less to really good ingredients so that you're eating well and so that, you know, the exercise piece and the nutrition piece and the satisfaction piece and just the, the, the wellness and the enjoyment of your life, it all goes together. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. Hi, guys. Um, thanks for the introduction. Well, I'm Ray Zolman, like you said. I'm a physical therapist. Um, I've been working at ATI Physical Therapy in Medford for um, a little over a year now. And I think the in-home aspect just offers such a level of convenience. I mean, I, I see it all the time. People, life happens. People work, like uh, like Joanna said, families, um, you know, other hobbies that they want to do and commuting and coming into the clinic sometimes two, three times a week that, that the healthcare system kind of has set up for physical therapy is so difficult. And at the same time, if they don't come in, they're not going to get better. I can't really help them if they if they don't come in. So... Um, I think just being able to just add a level of convenience, be able to go into their home. I mean, I think the comfort, like you said, is a huge aspect to um, some people just, um, you know, you're, you walk into a busy clinic and, you know, you don't get that good one-on-one -on -one care. Um, you got a physical therapist who's trying to manage three patients at one time and it's just uh, the quality of care just drops off a cliff. So I, I think, um, um, I know I, I hate that. I hate uh, the, that that kind of big corporate run physical therapy model because it's just you can't you can't focus in on on what you're doing as well and you can't you can't give the attention that a lot of your patients need so um just being able to go into someone's home and um you know 
work with them, get them through an injury, get them through aches and pains, but then have the follow-up of, of personal training you know, right there too is, as I think is, is huge. It's amazing because in physical therapy, I don't know if any of you guys have been to physical therapy before. I'm sure you have, but, um, you know, your back's hurting. You, you go into physical therapy maybe for two months, a couple times a week for six to eight weeks. But then once you're, you know, maybe you're not all the way better, but you know, you're feeling a little bit better and you feel like you can manage yourself, but that's it. You're kind of kicked out the door. And so many times, you know, you may have helped someone kind of manage their pain, but another year later, they might be right back in there again with the same issue. And, and that's almost always because, uh, um, People aren't following up with that exercise. They're not adhering to the program that maybe you laid out. So I think being able to f- kind of follow it up and, and, and um, you know, with, with personal training is, is huge, huge to keep people from kind of having um, reoccurrence of injury and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, send this back down to, to you, Will. Thank you. Um, so I know one thing a lot of you talk, uh, touched on was sort of access and convenience, um, and especially related to access, like being able to get these services consistently. Um, one question we, I asked everyone who registered through Eventbrite, um, you know, if they had anyone they want any question to ask all the panelists, and one was also about, um, uh, you know, access and related to a lot of what you're talking about. But something we haven't talked about is um, kind of financial access as well. So. Uh, you know, sometimes it can health and wellness. How do we sort of prevent that from almost becoming uh, synonymous with wealthy? Or, you know, how do you improve access, not just, you know, from time, but also to a range of different people? Um, and I'm curious if any of you have any thoughts on that um, or how any of those solutions can be developed. Because um, we're helping with access, you know, in a number of ways, but then, you know, certainly there's other ways that people get shut out. Anyone want to take a stab at it? Um, so I think when it comes to food, um, the good thing is that it's always less expensive to eat at home and that you can eat much better at home. So it's, um, it's a matter of setting yourself up for success so that you do it reliably and regularly and stick with it. So, um, and I think, um, you know, so I think that, that always, you know, that's, that's different from what everyone else is saying. Um, I mean, I think there is, um, with food and with cooking for ourselves, there is, it takes skill to make good food. Um, and luckily you don't have to go to school like Mm -hmm. everyone else has to do for, for the other services here, but it, it does take practice and it takes you know stepping stones into it um i will say you will be a better cook and you will stick with cooking at home if you buy good ingredients it's just inferior ingredients it's just really chefs don't do that you know like it's too hard to make bad food taste good um so getting really fresh things eating and seas you know it's the things that you hear about but if you Take baby steps to get into it, which is 
buy food for three dinners a week and make sure that you have leftovers to take your lunch and make a good breakfast. If you're running out the door, you know, set up good breakfast to take with you. Um, the good thing is you will, there's no way you would not save money um, because we all know what costs us is getting that, you know, you think you're just going to get the coffee and you get the muffin or you are going to work through lunch and just eat the apple, but the apple's not that satisfying. And, you know, so, you know, taking the time and seeing it as many things, it's self-care, it's minding your budget, it's taking care of your health and your wellness. Um, and it's just allowing yourself to explore this thing that that will become a big pleasure in your life. I mean, even people who think, oh gosh, I hate to cook, I hate to cook. I never met one who also said, and I hate to eat. So it's this, you know, just getting beyond with simple, um, you know, simple steps to make that happen with food. But I think food is different from you guys, somebody else wants Well, I can, oh, do you want to? No, no. Okay, well, so, especially for massage, but I would say also for, I mean, anybody here, um, it's an investment in your health. So what you're putting forth for those, you know, whether it's a weekly training session or every other week for massage, you're going to be saving on sick time. You're going to be spending more time with your kids and more quality time with your kids or family or friends. Um, and you're not going to be paying as much when it comes to insurance as far as like co-pays for doctor's visits or for the ER when you get the flu. Um, so for me, I look at it as kind of more of a trade-off. You know, you're investing in yourself as opposed to putting money towards these, you know, big pharma companies and, uh, you know, not that the hospitals don't deserve money, but, you know, the, you're not paying co-pays. You're, you're paying money towards your own well-being. And I think the same for nutrition, for PT, for training. Training. I think those are all investments in our own personal self-care, um, and you see the results on the other end. I just want to. You want to stop? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, here, here uh, on that. Um, speaking from my standpoint, people think of personal training as a luxury item, um, and in some, I can understand that from the actual dollar. Um, sense, but but as a medical doctor um, and as someone who has been ill before, um, the costs associated with with being sick are astronomical, and they get worse when you get older. Um, you know, you, you start to acquire a lot of things, whether it be orthopedic issues or or metabolic issues. Um, but if you want to invest in yourself, that's the way you have to look at it. Uh, then you can alleviate a lot of that. Um, and I think it's trying to change the mindset of people that uh, they can't just look at the dollars and cents. They got to say, "What's the most important thing to me?" And it, usually, you have to focus them and say, "Your health is the most important thing." Because if you don't have your health, you're not going to have anything else. So if you're going to put dollars and cents to it, that's where you should be investing, um, and then everything else falls in place. Really quick on the fitness side of things, um, you know, the biggest thing too is when people come into one of our retail stores to buy fitness equipment, when you break that down in the long run, um, because of the quality of fitness equipment we buy, it's actually a lot less expensive um, than getting ready, going to the gym, finding time to get to the gym, 
you don't feel like going to the gym that day, so you're not going to go, but you're paying for a membership. Um, so you actually save, you know, a lot of time. And when you get up, if you can just dedicate yourself to do even 25 minutes or 35 minutes to go downstairs or, you know, make it a fun atmosphere where your fitness equipment is, it's a lot easier than getting ready to shower, to go to the gym, to then have to come back, to make it to work on time. Um, anyone, you know, I feel like could set themselves up to be able to get some type of exercise in at home um, if they really uh, set their mind to it. Cool atmosphere. Yeah. Is, it, is, this, is this the, work, the workout atmosphere? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's a nightclub atmosphere. Put, put the jams on. Let's get, some, oh, yeah. let's get a workout in. <laughs> that's, that's after. You didn't even know. Yeah. I can take um, that's awesome. That I like all those. I know one um, one quote that came to mind as you were talking. I heard this actually chef. Um, his name Fabiano Viviani, I think was his name. Some Italian chef. I forget. I listened to a podcast a few years ago, but uh, he said, um, uh, "You do it right, or you do it twice." And you know that just came, especially as you're talking a lot about this. You know especially with fitness equipment you know i've bought cheap fitness equipment on amazon and then it takes 10 hours to build and it breaks a month later and you know what did i even buy it for and so you know then like you said in the long run if you need to replace your equipment every so often or if you you know hire a cheap personal trainer you know like the cost of cheap is expensive and especially when you're talking about your health and your fitness you know like bill said you know it's the best investment you can make there's one stat um, I reference a lot that uh, th in 1960, people spent, I think, 8% of their income on medical ca uh, bills, 7 8%, and they spent 20% on food. And in 2010, they spent 9% on food and 22% on medical costs. And, you know, it's kind of changing thing. Are you going to pay on the front end or are you going to pay on the back end? Everybody's got to pay at some point. Um, <laughs> You know, and so it's just how you want to live as you do that, I think, um, and sort of educating that uh, as people go. So, um, which I think is a good transition. Um, we're talking about health and wellness. Um, you know, wellness, health, a lot of these things can kind of become buzzwords, especially people run, you know, big companies, ad campaigns on health, or, you know, we put health in the name of this event. Um, this space at Work Bar is awesome, and they've got a poster over there about why it's a wellness space. So they define that like you know five different categories but I'm just curious for each of you especially working in different fields sort of what's your definition of wellness um, and we'll just start with that you know what does being well mean to you well for me I mean one of the biggest things is you know taking care of your body um, especially like this time of the year um, and a lot of it has to do with the eating um, and making sure like that I'm working out um, usually first thing in the morning, uh, because you just feel better. Um, you're, you're, you think better. Uh, everything's clear, especially, uh, this time of year when you can be sick, um, quite often. Um, so if you really take care of your, your body and, you know, put the right things into your body, um, even if you can't get a workout in that day, I think it just really helps, you know, just throughout the day in general. And, and it's crazy in the morning if you eat or work out versus if you don't the way you feel and how much more productive you are um, it's wild you're here uh, working out in the morning uh, <laughs> I, 
I, I think that uh, the first thing you got to take care of is your physical you know, body. Um, and uh, there's so much peer-reviewed literature showing how much an effect being uh, healthy fitness-wise with your body can affect your mental state, uh, your emotional state. Um, I mean, it's, it's almost as, as powerful as using these new SSRIs for depression and things like that. If you just work out <laughs> consistently, you'll have the same effect of, of going to counseling or, or some of these SSRIs. So it, it all comes down to maintaining um, wellness, uh, a good diet, um, physically fit, uh, get some good exercise in, uh, and that's going to affect your mood, which is going to affect your productivity, and you'll feel better about yourself, and it's a nice uh, circular kind of argument. Um, but it all comes from starting with basics, which is working out. Thank you. <clears throat> Um, so for me, wellness, while well, I definitely agree, um, I would say wellness is maximizing your lifestyle, whatever that means for you. You know, are you a skier? Are you a runner? Do you just want to be able to move around like chasing your kids or your grandkids on the floor? Um, do you want to be able to bend down and pick something up without hurting your back? Um, so I would say wellness is, is being able to maximize your lifestyle, your hobbies, your interests, being able to live your life um, and doing it to the best that you can be, you know, whatever that is, including nutrition, including, you know, fitness um, and including massage, which is just going to help you be able to do the fitness <laughs> aspect. Um, so, yeah, I really think it's about just maximizing what you want to do with your life. So I agree, I agree, I agree. <laughs> We're going to run out by the time we get here. Um, I think the only thing that I would add to that, and it's kind of a variation, um, I mean, it, it builds on all of this, is also when you're doing all of these things, it's like the, the mental, you're just in a different mental space when you've exercised, when you've done it in the morning, when you're taking care of yourself, you're just, you're, you're, doing good things for you and the people you around you and it you think differently and you feel differently when you do that um you're kinder to yourself um you appreciate yes you just um it's just amazing how much things go together you know it's you work out in the morning you are going to eat better all day long and when you have a good dinner, it's easier to work out in the morning. And you do, you know, it makes you think clearly about the investment in taking care of your body with massage, with physical fit. You know, it's, it's just, it's a whole package. The pieces fit really well together. Yeah, well said. Um, to me, as a physical therapist, I mean, it's different for everybody what your idea of wellness is going to be. But um, as a as a movement specialist, to me, um, you know, being able to move pain free, being able to do the things that you want to do, pain free. I think you summed it up so well. Like if you're a skier, if you're a professional athlete, if you just want to be able to like, pick up your kids, I was thinking that in my head. You know, without without feeling like you're you're gonna hurt your back or get on the ground and, and play with your kids and be able to, you know, do the things that make you happy without you know having this having this um, like fear or or um, feeling that you need to avoid certain things because you're going to hurt hurt something or or um strain a muscle or you know um but just being able to have the confidence to accomplish what you want to accomplish and um not not be concerned about you know your health and what negative things you might be doing to yourself 
Great, thank you. Um, so one one last question for everybody, and then we'll kind of open it up to if you guys have some questions, or I can go through some of the ones that were submitted um, as part of the registration. But um, you know, in the last several decades, we've seen a lot more home-based services and a lot more, you know, just in general outside of fitness. You know, you can get your Alexa to do everything for you and, you know, all these different things. Everything's coming to people. Um, and I've, I've definitely seen a lot more companies and technologies try to integrate fitness and wellness into the home. So uh, I'm curious, each of you, with your different kind of lenses, where do you see home wellness going um, in the near future uh, in terms of opportunities and challenges um, to solve more of these problems and opportunities that we're talking about for people? So as far as a, a fitness side, um, where I see home wellness going, um, it's, I don't know, I have, I have a vision for a couple of different things that really could happen. Um, one, I could actually see like, like a mirror image of you and like what you're doing, you know, it's, it's showing you what to do on the screen and you're doing it right back, you know, as far as like in-home fitness. Um, there's a lot of, you know, cool virtual stuff that's out there. Um, you know as a lot of people know there's there's different ways to to follow online or dvds um you know to work out in the home which which is cool too because that helps motivate a lot of people especially if it's only you at home um but there, i just think like seeing you know stuff like that is kind of the way fitness might start going the way it might in home um everyone was you know used to lifting the weights back in the day and you could really see how it's went from more of that power lifting to more of the functional training um, lighter weights, more resistance bands, more functional training, dynamic stretching, um, sports-specific exercises, just to be more flexible and quicker just because of the way um, the trends have been and in, in the way in-home fitness has really changed. Um, so that's kind of the way I see it. Um, it I bet something like that will come out soon, um, or you'll see stuff like that. It'll be wild. Uh, I totally agree. Uh I think the virtual training um, is uh, it's going to be a technology play <clears throat> in the next 10 years. Um, but I, I don't think that as far as personal training goes, um, it will ever replace the hands-on part of it. Yeah, sure. um, because what people, if it was just about information, um, uh, we'd all have, have rock-hard abs. And <laughs> and yeah, right, right. We've said this so many times. It, it isn't. It's about motivation. It's about um, really setting goals and, and making sure that you attain those goals. However, um, as far as the in-home aspect, I think we're, we're all in the beginning of this gigantic wave of in-home services. Um, the personal training, certainly, and we're sort of at the bleeding edge right now. Uh, but I think in 10 years, everything's going to be at home, uh, whatever service you're talking about. Um, and I do a part of that is going to be virtual, and we we intend to play in that that field too, um, when it when it matures a little bit. But um, I think it's it's going to be exciting about what's going to happen in the next ten years. Thank you. Um, so for massage, I mean, we're kind of already at the, I guess where we're going to be. It's going to be really hard to do virtual massage. Um, I mean. <laughs> 
people have massage chairs, but I'm pretty sure everybody can attest that those aren't the same as having somebody actually work on you. <laughs> um, so I feel like we're kind of already there for opportunities. Um, I personally got certified in neurokinetic therapy, as you mentioned, um, which is all about more of a rehab. So you do massage as well, um, but it's really about um, giving somebody homework that they can do on their own so that they're improving kind of where you leave off at after each session. Um, so I kind of see massage going that way. There's a lot of like orthopedic massage, which is great. Um, so I think I see it more as things are becoming more medical um, as opposed to just being an opportunity to get in home for people. Um, challenges though, um, especially with, with companies and, and not to talk negatively about anybody, but with, with some of the in-home companies, it can be a little questionable you know, what somebody's qualifications are. Um, and so I would say that's a challenge especially in a massage f field is making sure that your your therapist is actually you know what you're looking for it's such a personal experience that <clears throat> One therapist is going to be great for one person but not necessarily great for somebody else um, so it's it's wonderful to have such um, availability of services for massage therapists um, but I would say that that's one of the challenges that I see is just you know some people not necessarily knowing that like the person that you're is going to be coming to you knows what they're doing or is the right style for what you're looking for um, but opportunity wise I definitely think that we're we're headed in the right direction and making it available to the masses um, as opposed to just something that you like you can only afford to do like once a year um, I definitely I'm glad that we're headed in, in this direction. Um, so for food, um, I think where we're going is um, the trend back to eating at home and cooking at home. And I think we've the pendulum has gone one whole way and people got way overweight and spent a lot of money and a whole generation didn't learn how to cook and I think it's it's swinging back so all of these you know at-home meal kits and cooking shows and people having cooking clubs and stuff is all about learning how to prepare food um, like our grandmothers always knew how um, and also learning how to enjoy it with people you know so I think as you guys were talking I think um, you know there were several threads of there's lots of information out there um, but we also crave connection we're people in communities and especially where in many of our fields you know in many of our professional lives you're connected to information and you're disconnected from people all day long so I think there is a real movement in all of the things that nourish us and care for us to have a human touch there um, so um, yeah, I mean like you guys were touching upon with the technological kind of advancements uh, everything seems to be moving towards just doing things in the convenience of your own home I mean you don't even have to go to the mall if you want anything anymore you know you can order anything you want on Amazon Prime it comes to you so uh, I mean it's like it's almost sad on one aspect p p part of me is like you know it's like it's sad but it's just the way that things are are going and um, if that's what if that's what people are going to start doing working out you know in their own home or receiving health care in their own home um, we just it's our job it's it's the job of everybody on this panel to just educate 
people on the importance of exercise and the importance of eating right because um, it's just it's baffles me every day how many people just don't exercise They'll exercise once in an entire year and it's like the health benefits it's not it's not up for debate you know it's it's uh, it's you know the, the u.s um health health services department just re uh re came out with new statistics they want 150 minutes uh, of moderate to vigorous exercise per week for any adult from um i think it's 18 to 60 and then the, the the numbers don't change from 60 to to 80. They want 150 minutes of mod, of moderate, you know, and the you know it's a little it's just a little essentially a little caption that just says you know take into consideration health, but they still want you exercising quite a bit. So um, I think it's just we need to educate um, and we need to we need to do what we can to access people however however possible and give people what they need however convenient however we can do that. Thank you. Um, those, those were all awesome. But uh, just to really quickly follow up on that, I know uh, several of you touched on kind of the social determinants of health as well, the, you know, community and how everything, you know, you don't have to go to the convenience store. You just, you know, order everything to you. Um, and, you know, with personal training being, you know, more one-on-one, um, kind of is there any way we can help people, you know, reverse that, be less isolated. I mean, we're seeing higher incidences of mental illness and we're social animals, as you said. Um, You know, maybe when people don't have to take the extra time to commute to the gym or whatever, they have time to go do a cooking club or to do things like that. You know, their third place doesn't have to be the gym where they sit on a treadmill, you know, for 30 minutes and they can actually go have some social interaction. But do you have any kind of quick thoughts on you know, how as wellness practitioners, where social determinants of that has to be important, I think, um, you know, what's our role in that? Anyone want to? Um, so for a massage, I mean, massage makes you feel good. I mean, you, you're you spending time, especially for my clients, if I'm just doing a regular massage or, or, you know, a relaxing massage or therapeutic massage, my goal is to get them to feel better at the end. But part of that is kind of turning off your sympathetic nervous system, which is your your fight or flight stressing um, nervous system side of things. Um, And so during the massage, you have an hour, hour and a half, however long it is to actually be mindful and focus on your breathing and kind of recuperate your energy, which then just gives you more energy to be able to spend time with your friends or not feel like you're bombarded by information all day, every day. Um, Kind of gives you a bit of a mental refresh. Um, But massage, I mean, especially frequent massage, you know, once a week, once every couple of weeks, um, has been shown to decrease depression, um, you know, to improve happiness, to make you more productive at work, which makes you happy, makes boss happy. Um, and so while you may not get the, the social aspect in the massage, although certainly people talk, um, which is absolutely fine, um, but if they want to kind of be quiet and, and be mindful, then that's also a really a great boon for them um, in then going on and going into the world and interacting, whether it's at the workplace or, you know, at home with your family or out with friends. Uh, It really just kind of gives you a little bit of a mental, like I said, mental refresh um, to be better prepared to go out into the world and deal with the stress bullets that are fired at you all the time. (laughs) Does 
anyone have any questions they'd like to um, anyone have any questions they'd like to ask here any additional thoughts great I think for, for the average person like myself I mean I know Jeff under as well so I would say it's like how do you get to the you know to change like you all clearly are look at you <laughs> so you all sit in there going, how do you not work out? How do you not? Well, not everyone thinks like that, right? So I don't. Um, my head is in a different space, and I think of my schedule and my lifestyle. And I agree with everything, but I'm like, how do we like switch over and I, you know, put yourself first? Because I, I teach that to people in finance. You're number one, put yourself first. And then here I am listening, you know, I'm, I'm probably number 10 on, on my own health list, so why is that? Mm. I have an answer. Sure. So, so here we go. Yeah. So from my experience, um, I found that when I tried to lose weight or tried to get fit and use all these apps and, you know, looking at what I was eating and stuff, I would eat more. Um, and, and what I found was if you make small steps small steps over time um, you, you'll accomplish something and, and you can't expect in 30 days or 60 days or even a year to to change how you've been acting for the past 30 um, so first you gotta have a reality check and second you can't be too uh, hard on yourself about making those changes and it is small changes you can make like for instance you want to lose weight okay well here's one don't eat after 8 o'clock period. It's easy. And then the next one may be, uh, well, I'm going to cut down my white bread amount. Just, just a little bit. You know, it's a small changes that will allow you to build new habits, which takes 30 days anyways. Uh, and then you, you start amassing those habits. And after a year or so, you've lost weight, you feel better. Maybe you start working out a little bit more. And it's just small things. Um, people, people hurt themselves. Um, they get depressed when they they have these New Year's resolutions, and, and we see them because around March, they're all coming back to us because they failed. Um, it, it's just small steps uh, over a long period of time. It's the only way you can have behavior change. Um, I, I found for me a, a huge, huge thing is, is education. And when I can educate my, my patients on you know why their knee hurts, what they're doing that's causing it, um, my adherence when they understand what's going on to getting themselves better is is like astronomically different. And I think when for me it was I, I had to spend a, a lot of time educating myself on nutrition and exercise and doing you know my own research. But once I I, I kind of understood the science behind you know how to lose weight, how to gain weight, how to you know get my you know build muscle kind of get, accomplish those goals by just kind of learning more about it i think it became um a lot easier i think you just have to like bill said you got to take it really slowly baby steps and and just keep um educating yourself as much as you can because i mean it's 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 out there the information's out there it's just obtaining it and and putting the time to um to learn I totally agree with both of you guys. Um, and I also think um, just a layer onto their baby steps, 
smart, you know, do things smart, sort of educate yourself and also find the baby steps that feel good. So, and, and be kind to yourself in the process. You know, I think it's really hard to decide not to do something. It's much easier to decide to do something um, and do it with people. Like eat better with people, not just yourself. The whole family eats better. Have a friend to walk with. Get a personal trainer that you like, that, that you're, you know, that it makes you feel good. Because um, I think trying to do the things that make us feel badly, like they never work, you know. Eating food that you don't like or working out with somebody that you don't like. Like find someone you like. <laughs> um, and I think part of that connection is, you know, it's, it's the connection, you know, people feed each other in those ways, you know, which is, you know, just the the, the physical presence of getting a massage, the you know, the encouragement on the trainer's face and, you know, helping you with the progress and the setbacks. Um, yeah. Um, so I would just add quick, just uh, one of my favorite proverbs is the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. So kind of where, you know, if you look at yourself in the future, what kind of life do you want to be living? <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, but but in order to not be dead, let's take care of ourselves by eating right. And um, So, you know, I think it's progress, not perfection. And so if you are making those small changes, you know, educating yourself and, you know, taking it one step at a time, I really think any you can change anything about your life. You know, whether it's fitness, whether it's, you know, getting massages regularly, whether it's eating right. Um, I think everything is just, you know, nobody else is living your life except for you. So at the end of the day, if you're not doing it, you're the only one who suffers. Um, but then you have to think your, your family's not getting the best of you. Your friends aren't getting the best of you because you're not getting the best of you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, and I just really quickly also to add on... Um, you know, it's what is it all like? We asked, "What's wellness mean to you?" And everyone had a slightly different answer. And if you Google, you know, what is wellness or what are the top, you know, determinants of wellness, it's going to be different. You find, a, you know, a million different Google results, and so it's understanding what matters to you. So, you know, some people might want to run a marathon at age 80, and some people might just want to be able to walk their dog around the park. And you know, understanding what those goals are for you. Um, matters. So you need to be clear because sometimes people can say, you know, I'm supposed to want to do this. I'm supposed to want to go to the gym three times, you know, the ACSM or whatever, the American Heart Association, 150 minutes. I'm supposed to do that. But maybe that looks like taking Zumba classes or maybe that's, you know, walking your dog around the park or, you know, doing weightlifting or, you know, snowboarding or like whatever. But make sure it's actually something that matters to you. And you're not just sort of downloading the, you know, mindset from someone else. So actually check yourself that it's not Gold's Gym that's telling you that you should be, you know, working out X amount of times a week and that it's actually something that matters to you. 
um, or that you've talked with a coach who's worked through your goals and your motivators and you know why that actually means something to you because one of the best like we've joked about you know dying you know death is a really good motivator and sometimes <laughs> like some people you know some people have someone in their family that you know passes away and it, it's a wake-up call or you know they realize you know uh, like Bill, who we had a podcast, and he talked about how he, one day he looked at himself in the mirror and he said, "You know, oh my God, what? Who have I become?" And it's when you think about, and actually, because it's so easy to just go on autopilot and keep going, and you don't think about where you're going to be 40 years from now. But if you play that out and say, "If I keep messing up like I have been on health, it, you know, you could be a super high achiever in other areas." Then, you know, what does that actually look like? You know, if Gordy like. Um, he was saying that, you know, if you have a screen that looks like you actually do, um, you know, I'm sure probably it'll be, you can have a screen that looks like you being shredded. And then maybe you have a different setting where there's also, a, like, a you that's, like, super out of shape. And it's like, this is what you'll be in 30 years if you don't do this. Like, if you skip this workout, this is what you'll look like. But if you do this workout, this is what you'll look like. And I think actually taking the time to to have that conversation with yourself, what matters to you, and then having the foresight and the insight to, you know, apply it to yourself and really do what matters. So, um, anyway, any last comments or, you know, thoughts? Or I think we'll have some time to eat some more delicious food and <laughs> sample some wine. I know Janine's been itching to <laughs> give out some more wine over there. Um, thank you so much, everybody, uh, for coming. Um, we also have a raffle for a bunch of uh, massage things or an hour and a half massage and for a month of personal training um, with us as well um, and so we have little placards over there um, I think you have a really good chance of winning <laughs> um, so, um, so 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 yeah um, we'd love to talk to you guys more help you out individually with any thoughts or concerns um, and we're always available this is on um, Facebook and you know, video, and we'll have the podcast out <laughs> after as well. No, <laughs> and um, uh, thank you so much. So that's all. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some good nuggets of wisdom, some uh, actionable. Uh, steps, especially from that la last question, and uh, maybe it might have made you think about things a little bit differently from some of the earlier parts. So, hope you got some good value. And now, if you want to um, get in contact with any of the uh, speakers, um, I'll have that info now. It'll also be in the show notes. Um, and I encourage all of you to reach out by social media, email, any of that thing. If you have any additional questions, um, if you'd like to leave a review, you know, if you found this useful. That would help us out a lot if you could go on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you're listening to um, and give, give us a review. It doesn't have to be you know, a huge amount of text uh, or necessarily any text, but um, it really helps us out. So thank you. As for us, Golden Home Fitness, you, know, you can always reach us on Facebook, uh, Golden Home Fitness, Instagram at golden.homefitness. Um, you can go to our website and you can get a complimentary workout uh, on us if you... Um, live in the greater Boston area, if you go to goldenhomefitness.com slash let's move, all one word, L-E-T-S-M-O-V-E. You could also reach out to me directly on Instagram or social media at Will H. Hansen. Um, if you want to reach out to Gordy Gronkowski and the Gronk Fitness brand, uh, G&G Fitness Equipment, you can go to gronkfitnessproducts.com. And if you'd like to save 20%, you can use the promo code GOLDEN, all caps, 
as a little thank you for coming from this podcast from Golden Home Fitness um, or for being one of our clients. And uh, you can find him on Instagram and social media at Gronk Fitness or Gordy specifically at Gordy Gronk at G-O-R-D-I-E Gronk G-R-O-N-K. As for Farmers to You, Christine Alemo, you can find her at FarmersToYou.com or interact with the brand at Farmers to You on social media. Johanna Gorton, spelled J-O-H-A-N-N-A-G-O-R-T-O-N, can be found at Johanna Gorton on Instagram or by email at Johanna Gorton at MassageTherapy.com. Ray Zolman, you can send him an email at Raymond.Zolman. Z-O-L-M-A-N at A-T-I-P-T dot com. That's all for today. Thank you so much for being a listener. Till next time. Have a good day.